bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the dumb gay shit happening in the world like we're talking about reality TV. Oh, and speaking of reality TV, we were at the pinnacle. Pinnacle. I mean... At the depths, the, the, at the mouth of hell. Yeah, actually, that's what it was. <laughs> Not the pinnacle. I got that wrong. At the at the <laughs> mouth and the gates of hell, Bravo Con. Yep. I never thought we'd uh, go. Um, we had to thank Heather McDonald for yes. taking us on her show. Mm-hmm. Um, she spilled a lot of tea. It didn't really. It wasn't really directly related to us. No, it the, wasn't the tea she spilled. No. But we still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I got a little t- drunker than I would have liked <laughs> yes. on the first night. You mean on um, during the show? Oh, during the show. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. I sure. don't care about being drunk in the wild. Oh, like, okay. that's what life is for. Mm-hmm. But of course, I don't want to be too drunk on the show. And we've done... Now, the last time we were in Vegas with Heather, because mm-hmm. BravoCon was in Vegas, mm-hmm. I also got too drunk at that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. much more drunk than I did this time. I would I would concur. Yeah. I would concur with that. I thought... I don't think... I mean, uh, 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 I don't think anyone knew... Because you seemed well, good. You knew. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> well, if, I think I if did. you knew, of course. then yes, I knew. There are, I'm sure, some people that knew. Well, I thought you did great. It wasn't like a, an issue. You know what I mean? It's not an issue. It's yeah. like you were having fun. And we had fun, and you know these shows are. Fun. I mean, it's not. You know, we weren't. Yeah, it's um, not brain surgery. We weren't doing a lecture on how to find the neural pathway in a brain. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So, and, and it, it was, wasn't it was my fun. show to anchor. I'd lo- I have been blackout drunk at our own shows. Yes, you yeah. have. So, yes, you, you know, have, yeah. it's something I work on. Mm-hmm. I have done done them stone cold sober too. I can, I am capable of doing that. You know, this time it was unique. Um, we started, we got together with Heather, like starting like at around five. Yeah. And the show wasn't until nine. Listen, it's a, it's, it's, I can't be trusted to be backstage or at dinner and for four hours backstage. I think what we've realized is when you do a live show, you have to, we have to get there and you got to go right on stage. You I can, can't have I any can time. I can have an hour at most backstage. Okay, an hour. And that's fine. That's it. Yeah. Because it's stressful. You have anxiety. You have stage fright, all that shit. Barbara Streisand said she has stage fright too. She doesn't want to go on stage. Okay. No. She has trauma from being on stage. She doesn't want to do it for you. It's it is what it is. And so we just need to you just uh, the more, you know, learn doing it is learning. And so once you know how you have to do it, then you just do yeah, it. Yeah. And I'll just tell other. That's it. Because in Irvine, we only had an hour backstage and it was perfect and great. Right. It was great. You know, it was great. So but Vegas was still super fun. We saw fucking Craig. Craig. <laughs> 
Craig. Now Craig, Craig looking good. Craig is Craig. His his photo with his wife really didn't do Craig justice. So much more handsome in person. So much more handsome. Like Craig just doing it for the eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. No, he was so nice, and he came up. And he said, "It's me. It's Craig." And and it, I, it was great to meet him. It great was to see really. him, great to meet him, and everyone else who came up also. A lot of people, we couldn't, we were being ushered off the stage. People don't realize the security was so mad at us, and we were, so, they didn't want us allowing people to stay in the theater. So we would have stayed to meet more people and say hi to people and take pictures, but we were literally like, we weren't allowed to. When we went backstage and they got us back there, and of course they were coming at me because apparently like. Because you're the man. I'm the man. Yeah. And they were. Um, also, they looked at me and were like, well. She's not even listening to us. I like didn't even know they wanted us off the stage. My whole thing with 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 talking to people at the edge of the stage, which we usually do mm-hmm. a little bit at every show, um, or at least in Vegas, not in Irvine, um, is that Heather does a meet and greet, and right. so it's 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 not for us to then now meet people right. for free. So right, 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 right. Um, it's part of like, you know, her business model and yeah. we don't want to like fuck with that, you no. know, because no. that's like tacky. Right. So I didn't even know the security cared because they can just go they kiss cared. my fucking ass. Yeah, no, 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 they cared. They cared <laughs> and they cared there. They cared backstage. They cared. I don't know why they all just came to me like I was in, like I was the manager. I think they thought I was your security. And so they were talking to <laughs> yeah, me. They were like, get security. her out. They're like, we don't know who this pop star is, <laughs> but sir, but we're going to need you. And also the level of sir. Yeah. This was a lot of sir this weekend. I don't know what. I don't know. One but, of them had to walk me all the way back to our room. Yes. And he was lovely. But before the show. So that also contributed to me being completely drunk because my feet were meat. And I couldn't. It, it was so far. I'm like, get a golf cart. Yeah, get I don't know a why. people mover. I mean, yeah, literally. It, the, le- the you think that things are close in Vegas, but they're not. And that's the other thing we learned about Vegas. No, I've From already now done. On, I've already done. Been knowing that. Well, now I've just not. Okay, so let's say we know it, but next time we go to Vegas, um, I'm not. I'm staying in one place. We're staying in one place because even staying in one place, you have to. it's too much walking Mm -hmm. and then it takes too long to get to the stupid fucking taxi they hide everything from you anyway in a labyrinth of casino maze i lost like four hundred dollars because i needed to stop at every (laughs) slot machine and then it's just like trying to look for the taxi which they do hide from you because they want you to stay and it's just like you know what it's fucking annoying you got to make the plan i'm not gonna we're not gonna meet i I can't like with because we had like Come to the Omnia. Come to the da da da. And it was just like, can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. We did a lot of flaking. Uh, that Didn't on, mean to. On plans. Well, <laughs> like, also like, there was. Literally like Jackson, Brittany. I know that was unfortunate. But that also <laughs> was phones dying. Feets being meats. Yeah. Blackout drunk. Right. Can't walk. Like uh, there was just a lot going on. And it there was, was a lot. And it was fun exactly it, where we were. It was fun. It, and it was fun in general. And it was lovely meeting. We didn't just meet Craig. There was um, there was a guy there with a with um, our, our T-shirt on. Oh, that's right. And that's I, right. I can't remember if we even met him. And that's, we did meet him. And that's only because... We'll, I hugged him. Well, wh- what was his name? You know I don't remember. Exactly. Well, only reason I don't remember <laughs> is because I was so drunk. Or I would 100% remember. And I, of course, remember... I think it was with an R. Seeing him... And that was so great. I mean, listen, 
I mean, that's, that's what too. the shirts are for. Okay. I know. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> and I'm so sorry that I can't. I was like a little drunk too. So okay, good. I also don't have a, and I have a terrible, terrible, terrible memory. So it's like an issue. Yeah. So. Well, I haven't gotten the chance to print out Craig's um, photo with all of his children. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Which I might just have to skip now and just point. Somebody, Craig posted a photo of, of him meeting us. And I'm like, just might print that. Oh, but I cute. did. I okay. still want all of his baby girls. But yeah. um, I did print out. I have um, Craig sent with his wife. So we have that one. Mm-hmm. But I did go ahead and print out from Patreon. Mm-hmm. We got, um, we have on our Patreon podcast an email for people to send us gossip stories and blind items and ask us questions that we answer on our Patreon podcast. And a bunch of people sent pictures for the Drug Den Bulletin Board, oh. and I printed out Jared Shortmeyer. Mm. I printed out um, Jesse Garcia's um, baby, um, Henry. Very cute. In his, like, Lone Star. In, yep, in his UT mm-hmm. um, little outfit. I printed out Brandy Frost. Oh. L- Lenny Ektvat. She's Lenny in Norway. Ekt- She's in Norway. Oh, cool. Like Julie hasn't seen these, you guys. Brandy Frost is in um her face. Oh, now she's Brandy. A yeah, her face is painted. So I like to see what the people look like. But, so we recognize them at the show. Right. And now I'm horrified because I wonder if the guy who was in our t shirt, if we even have his picture. Up. I feel like we do. So I knew who it was. Uh, yes, because you said his name. Oh, okay. Okay, so, good. Well, I then he... I just don't remember now. This is the problem with drinking. Nate Bell. Very cute. I, I like love, the crowd. And I love the name Nate. Mm-hmm. Karen Collins. Hey, Karen. Karen doing it for uh, doing it in our shirt. Love it. Holding it strong for all the holding Karens. Holding it strong. Take holding back it Karen. down. Yeah. Take back the Karen. Night. Laura from Portland. Oh, Laura from Portland. And Kelly Hagan and her daughter, Mia. Very cute. We love Kelly. Kelly's like um, helped facilitate our facebook oh um all things julie and brandy thank you very much i hate calling it a fan page because that just feels how about the community our facebook community that we are not a part of no but they help facilitate it on our behalf they're good people we love kelly we love her daughter mia um so we printed all those out from our patreon podcast i'm excited to put them on the drug den bulletin Um, board i have to say we are once again and this is the biggest the drug board the drug den bullet board's ever been it's Almost filled again to the brim. There's a lot There's of a pictures of me and you that are going to come oh, down. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I just use those as placeholders and they're getting really on my nerves. There's like five pictures of us in front of like <laughs> the pyramids and I'm just oh, like, see bug off. I can't look at those for one more second. You definitely need to keep the one of me and you and your mom on the Titanic though. Yes. On the deck of the Titanic. That's important. That's staying up. Yep. I might take down just me and you alone. All right. You know, just so, yeah. we, so we have room. Okay. Um, if anyone is interested in joining our Patreon podcast, I know we, um, I should say, I sell it too hard, but um, that's because I love money and need it and need to pay bills. And well, it's, our, um, it's our, it's our, it's our livelihood. Yeah. So we do three a week. They're all an hour. We release them at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This last week, if you get in now, you can join the, um, what I want to say is just really one of our, a classic we, we did a reveal that I'm s- just still enjoying the comments from. And then we spilled some tea, which is very we rare. We did spill tea. You're right. We did spill some tea. And that is rare because we're not fucking. Yeah, we don't do that. Doing that shit. On Fridays, but, we do the blind items and we do the questions yep. and advice, things right. like that. Mm-hmm. And people are getting savvy. 
They sure are. They're getting savvy. They are. They're learning how to get the tea. I also want (laughs) to just start teasing now, even though it's several months away, we are going to do Patreon Idol again. Um, We were supposed to announce that when we were in Tahiti and we forgot. Well, let's announce it now. Okay. So if you are a member of our Patreon, you know exactly what we're talking about. Patreon Idol is one of our, I mean... Most favorite things we've ever crown, fucking done. One of done. our crowning achievements. It is. Patreon. It is. It is. It is. I mean, I can't believe we haven't won a Nobel Peace Prize for it. <laughs> like, and a Pulitzer. At least like a presidential so, medal of honor. A presidential or medal of freedom. <laughs> a freedom. We should have gotten I for that. I always get it wrong. And it should be the presidential <laughs> and the presidential physical fitness medal of honor. We should get it for Maybe that too. Maybe they should just invent the medal of honor. They and should for the Patreon Idol. They should because it is award-winning, groundbreaking, beautiful, amazing, awesome. If you don't know what it is. Last year, Patreon Idol we did in the summer, mm-hmm. and it was all audio. Yeah, because um, we did not offer any video podcast yet, and it people sent in songs. Um, actually, we had more than a handful of people who were actually like got to Hollywood Week. Yeah, on American on fucking American Idol. fucking Idol. Yeah, and people getting close on the Voice. Oh my God! Like, and we had a couple like joke ones, which were still awesome. Amazing. Like people, Amazing. one of our favorite um, Patreon booze, um, she rapped in her car. She's literally <laughs> like right. out in front of like her That's restaurant right. like yep. and did a rap in the parking lot in her car. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, it, the production values all varied yep. and it was all, you know, and it's music, as you know, like American Idol. However, this year we decided we want to do it um, in January mm-hmm. in 2024. We are still trying to figure out the theme of 2024, whether mm. it be Munty 24. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know yet. Cunty 24. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, we're going to keep working on that. We're going to get suggestions. But we liked, we're going to le- think starting out the year with Patreon Idol um, could really set the year off right. And yep. now we will be able to have video submissions i wanted also say there were a couple last year i don't know if it was more than one who also sent stand up so there was more than just music like you can get creative if you whatever it is whatever they would do on i know it's patreon idol but listen it could be patreon's got talent patreon's you know what i mean ashley Ryder, if if that bitch doesn't send (laughs) you know what i'm going to get her permission to get the um, she sent a video of she sent she sent a song and yes. she has an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, we did clarify that, and she's a twin, which we all know is weird. Yeah, and <laughs> she's better singer than her twin, which we love. Okay. Hearing though, we love her uh-huh. twin sister too. But mm-hmm. and but Ashley's daughter, writer, oh yeah, um, sang from her car seat. Yes, in one of the like most beautiful. I'll I will literally get choked up right now. I can't. I'm not even gonna picture her face. I must play that. On the video okay, for good. people because Great. it is unbelievable. This little girl. I mean, you can send your kids if you want. Send the kids. Send the kids. Do a send partridge family, please. Full thing. I mean, I don't know if the candy family does some singing, but <laughs> maybe like you get know, the bunny in there. Get the bunny. Just do some sort of shit. I mean, I don't know. So if you are so inclined, if you want to, you know, obviously it's it, it's open to anyone who listens on the Patreon. Um, we then play it. Last year, we didn't know who was going to submit anything. We thought maybe it would take up one show. You know what I mean? It took up, I think, five or six shows. I think we spent almost like 
I don't even know how many months. We we had so many submissions that we had to spread it out over like five but we, shows. We pretty much no, we pretty much did it in a row though. It was in a row. We did, but it was that many shows. And I think people also thought, and for anyone who's listening who's like, I'm already sick of just hearing about it. Um, <laughs> you think you don't like it, but you do. Oh, you do. You do. You do. Everyone did. Mm. Everyone like loved it. It mm-hmm. was not like an eye roll. People didn't skip it. It was. It was. We had piano submission from yep. Jeremy Heard oh, with Kenny. Right. It's a it's a must listen. My and mom now, sent one. Yep, yep. <laughs> and now it's a must see, so we can mix audio and video. And people have have given this uh, hack. Um, you can put you can film yourself with a filter like over oh, your that's face. Right. So if you're shy or you just feel like right. whatever, you can be like you can be a, a singing dog, right? Or a singing skeleton face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, you you can put a filter over. Do anything so. you want. Um, I'm That's sure my mom, if she submits another one, will sing like behind a curtain. Great. Now we could get your mom, who's also a singer. I know. I keep trying to I try mean, to get her to do it. it, and she plays the piano too. So so lest you think though that you're not gonna like it, you're not gonna enjoy it. You will. You'll enjoy it more than you think. Mm-hmm. And we give all the feedback. And we, um, it was really, it was rewarding and we're excited to, to, to start out Cunty 2024 with it. Yep. We don't know what we're going to, what our theme for the year is. I know, is. I don't know either. Sometimes I think I want it to be like, get more 24 or oh. give more 24. Maybe give more 24. Maybe it should be give more 24. Yeah. <gasps> you know, something such Especially as. Especially after this last year. Meaning what? We weren't giving enough? No, not that we weren't giving enough, but that we certainly got a lot. And like we got a lot in every direction. We got a lot of shit. Yeah. We yeah. did get a lot, a lot of, of support. new support. We got a lot of everything. Yeah. So maybe I like Give More 24. That could mean anything. If, yeah. Devin Verona, mm-hmm. who's, <laughs> you know, a Patreon benefactor um, yes. of the stars. Yes. Um, she's our erotic third and we've loved her for years. She sent you for your truck because that's usually um, I'm going to assume it's for both of us because your truck is our standard (laughs) mode of transportation. Yes. Um, My car goes unused and is basically like a (laughs) dust collector. Um, It's it's a it's a sticker. It's an LED sticker light shaped like a hand that you stick to the window Mm -hmm. And then you can do any hand gesture um, with a <laughs> with a, the light. So you could do like suddenly it's a middle finger like that, or you could How do a thumbs the fuck up. How do you do that? I don't know. It's somehow it, the different fingers light up. I haven't opened it. I just let me see it. Had to read what it is. So she was excited for this gift for your truck. Oh we, my you know, god! For our for our rages, or even our you can just wave at people. I guess. How, how the, okay, well, I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to try it. Like. Do you do a lot of. Oh, I see. It's got a remote control. You can do a (laughs) fuck you, a hang loose, and a waving. Oh, waving's cool, too. Okay. (laughs) Don't, don't tempt me. I'll do it. Don't tempt me. I I see. Which side of the truck do you think it'll be most effective on? I'm assuming on the back window. Oh, back window's good. Um, now I'm of course. Oh, yes. Okay. So then you put it on like that. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you, Devin. I mean, oh. she knows. She knows. 
Oh, so I could, I see, I put it from the inside so it sticks out this way. And then I will use this to constantly tell people to fuck off. <laughs> or wave them by when you're like leaving them in the dust. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, I love it. Now it's time to talk to an everyday person from Australia. Hey, hey guys. This is our segment called Everyday People, where we get to talk to an everyday person from a different country, industry, or lifestyle than us. In the rotted age of social media, we all weigh in on issues removed from our own lives, whether it be mass shootings in another state or the conflicts happening in Israel and Palestine. We don't really know what the fuck we're talking about until we hear from everyday people involved in those situations. And today we're going to hear from someone who lives in Australia. Australia is known for having a lot of sexy people, and our guest today is no exception. He's not only handsome, he's hilarious and smart and dumb and gay. He's the host of the podcast Unpopular with Jacques Peterson, and he writes for the Daily Mail Australia. So he's not that every day, but who gives a fuck? He lives in Australia, and he's got opinions on it, and we want to know what they are. So without further ado, please welcome Jacques Peterson. Bonjour, Hi, Jacques. thanks for having me back. Mm. I um I didn't know I was an everyday person. God, I thought I was coming on as a celebrity <laughs> guest and I'd been downgraded to the everyday. Oh, Thank God. <laughs> Give our 14 listeners right off the bat um, the Jacques origin story. Where'd you grow up in Australia and like where do you live now? Oh, my God. Well, I, I live where I grew up, which has been horrible. So <laughs> I grew up in like a small town called Aubrey, which the town is actually really nice, but... I got the fuck out when I turned 16 and moved to Sydney because I was like, I want to live in the city. And during the pandemic, I moved back home with my mom, mm. which was, you know, hell. Like, it was just, it was like fucking Norma Bates. Like, that was just not a good time. And now I have my own house here. And um, yeah, living in the country, I'm just over it. So now I'm moving to LA next year. How far is Aubrey from Sydney? Like about um, six hours or so. It's really nice. Like I actually, I really like it. I just couldn't make friends here. It's just too small town. Like mm. not to be like, I'm too big for a small town, but like I actually am. So <laughs> I had this um, fantasy of, you know, like getting away from the city and like starting again in like, you know, a picturesque small town and I can ride my bike in town and we all know each <laughs> other. And it's, you know, it's it's there's kangaroos everywhere. And then after a while, like it wears off and you're just like, no. You're like Baby Boom. You know exactly. that movie? I was going to say Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, good one. Yeah, also. And when you were a little kid growing up in the small town, were you always wanting to do, like, was show business in the blood? Um, Not show business. I just wanted to get out of, I just wanted to get out of Aubrey and, like, do was, things. Actually, was gayness in the blood? <laughs> um, Yes. I was pretty much, like, one of the only gay people around. Like, there weren't many. Like, there would be, like, a smattering of gays around town and, like, you know, like, you knew who they were, you know? <laughs> I was one of them. Is it the same there in Australia as it is in America where as as you get into the, the outlier, smaller towns, you're getting a little less tolerant of gay people, of diff people with differences? Is that how it is in Australia? 
Yeah, I mean, I not so much now. Like now, I'm back, and you know, I'm super gay, and like I haven't had any issues. I mean, I'm not going to go into like the most bogan fucking pub <laughs> in town, but in general, no, I'm like strutting around town, and there's no issues. But back then, I feel like there was a big turn in terms of tolerance, kind of around the time when like. Glee came out and like Adam Lambert was on Idol and like I just feel like there was a big mainstreaming of gay stuff then and like a really big and you know Will and Grace and stuff but like the cusp right before then it was a little bit like mm. so yeah I, I did get bullied and stuff. So Australians are are behind Americans in that regard I would think because we were already pretty like down with with the gays by the time Adam Lambert got on the scene. Oh okay well yeah Australia's like <laughs> Australia's kind of like behind Australia's behind on everything, which is one reason I'm excited to go to the US, but like it always, yeah, Australia's just very corny. Like the thing about Australians <laughs> is like everyone here's nice, but they're all dorks. Like they're never up on anything. Like they're just, they're always just so behind. Like I remember when I first started at Daily Mail and, um, you know how people say like slay is like slay, which is outdated now. And it was, it had already been around for like a few years. Like it had been around for years. And I said something like, this is like eight years ago or whatever, when I started there. And I said something about like, oh my God, you slayed that or whatever. And they were like, slayed? Oh my God, you come up with the funniest words. How do you know slayed? Like they just are not up with anything. I was like, oh my God, get me away from these people. And how do you find out shit? Like... You I'm go- just too online. I don't have a mm. fucking life. I live on the internet, so you know. And are you <laughs> staying in like American American internet, like in terms of yeah. like the 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 websites and whatever? Yeah, I guess. Like I used to have a music blog back in the day, and um, you know when I was like twenty, that was pretty popular. So I was around. Yeah, I just was around like a lot of other like American bloggers and stuff. I never really fit in that much with the Australian vibe I've never you wouldn't pe- like, people from other countries when they know they know like when they're like I'm going to fucking America that's, that's true you know like, like we what? have Brits uh, expats that like knew from when they were little like I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'm- well I mean and that is what America is technically yeah it is just people from other countries who are right. like I fucking <laughs> had it with this place and I'm gonna go to that other place I mean really I have a locational yeah, well, like question like what is the most expensive city is it Sydney um sydney's up there i think in general yes sydney but also canberra has become weirdly expensive and canberra's horrible (laughs) and it's really depressing and it's kind of like canberra's a bit like the like the washington dc of australia like it's Mm. where all the the australian politics and stuff are and everyone works in government and um it's just ugly and dreary. And ever since I was a child, because I have family there, whenever we had to visit them in Canberra, I would just feel like a dark cloud coming over me as I drove into Canberra. And now it's like one of the most expensive places to live, which is wild. Well, I want to know, like, Australia is fucking huge. And just it's mind-boggling how enormous it is. So is it separated only by cities? I know there's, like, a Gold Coast and, like, like uh, literally all I know about it is based on the Outback Steakhouse menu. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, Queensland, that's something. Right. As if like, is that a state you mean? Or is it provinces? Is yeah. that the question? Like, and is the government separated through all the regions or? Mm. Yeah. Well, we have states, obviously. And <laughs> um, Oh, I didn't know that. Just, yeah. Well, we have states. And um, yeah, I mean, you just drive through and there's like little towns. But I think. Australia compared to America, I think there's a lot more kind of like 
long stretches of just like nothing whereas mm. i feel like in america there's a lot more like little towns littered mm. around everywhere you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Maybe? what state is sydney in um new south <laughs> new south wales don't, oh. don't get me on geography i'm gonna say something really <laughs> fucking stupid and i'm gonna get dragged no you can you can completely like i have no shame in like being an idiot like i didn't like you know know that the Holocaust was, I thought the Holocaust was in the 1800s. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just don't. Like, I'm not pretentious about that. And I, we, we mail shirts. We, like, um, have shirts on our website. And we, we mail delivery, like, for free or whatever. And we sent a ton to Australia. And we have, yeah. like, a, some of our favorite people live in Australia. And literally, I'm writing, I'm like, New South Wales. Like, what the fuck? Isn't it funny sometimes when you're like, look at a map, like I was doing this the other day, um, because you know, the whole conflict in like Palestine, Israel, Mm -hmm. and then you'll be like, wait, I can't believe those countries are next to each other. You're like, I didn't know that. Okay, so you're you have state governments and city governments, and it works basically the same as it does here. I mean, no, it's different. But the thing, <laughs> the thing is, like, you know how I was saying that I think Australia is boring and I want to move to America and stuff. Like, I don't watch Australian news. I only watch American news, or I watch Asian news sometimes because I used mm. to um, professionally cover like K-pop, and I'm like very mm. into like Japan and Korea and stuff. But um, in Australia, like, it's mandatory to vote here, and like, I still don't. I'm like, <laughs> like by law, you have to. what happens? Yeah, you have to. Do you get a fine? I don't know. I, th- you, I think you're supposed to. I just never did it. Like, I tried once, and, I like, I researched who I wanted to vote for and everything, and I'm like, yeah, I'm taking this really seriously. And then I went to do it, and it was just, like, there were, like, lines to get in, and they were like, oh, if you're from this district. I'm like, what? I'm like, I just want to, like, say who I vote for. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And people are trying to usher you into places. I'm like, this is way too fucking much. I just turned around. I've never voted since. And we had this huge vote here recently something about like changing the constitution to put indigenous people in and i'm like you know like, people were losing their fucking minds over it like it was a huge debate it was like vote yes or vote no and basically apparently if you voted no you're a racist if you vote yes you you know you are not create a perfect utopia right um and people were freaking out and I would go on social media every day and people are posting infographics and like, I've done 50 hours of research to make you know, my informed decision. I'm like, girl, I do not have time for that. Like, I'm moving the fuck out of here anyway. Vote yes, vote no. Like, I'm going to be in LA with Brandy and Julie. So bye. <laughs> now, <laughs> bye, girl. Bye, girl. Bye, girl. Bye, constitution. <laughs> bye, reforms. <laughs> bye, regulations. Like, do you... Okay, so let's say you, you, move, you can be a citizen here. Would you vote here? Since I know that the United States and our politics is interesting to you, would you want to be involved in this God um, trash box? No, I don't think it matters. Like, I think it's all rigged and stuff. So, mm. you know, I'm just going to go to America and not vote as well. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think you will still watch American news when you get here? Mm. So... Yes, I do, but I've really tried to, like, in the last few years to taper off because I'm like, I can't have this take over my life. Um, I think people get wet. I mean, Americans politicize everything to a point that's, it's like mental illness. So I never want to become that. And I've definitely had times when I've gotten too wrapped up in, like, a primary or whatever. And then it's like, whatever. They fucking, like, rig it in the end anyway and, like, not that much changes. Um, so... 
Yes, I still keep up with the American news and I enjoy it, uh, but I, I make sure it doesn't, like, take over my life, mm. if that makes sense. It you know, does. like, I don't let myself get, like, too, like, heated and, like, you know, I don't want to be here, like, bashing the table and, like, raging over, like, something that's happened where I have done that before and I just think it's, I think it's really unhealthy. Is there, what are the biggest differences between Australian politics and, like, Amer- American politics? Is there two parties there, like... Yeah, we have we have more than two parties. Um, they're more. Well, that's a huge difference. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest difference is it's definitely not as polarized as in America. Like they're a little bit kind of. Um, I think they agree with each other a lot more than like Republicans and Democrats do, and there's more kind of like working together, and like multiple parties will like join together to make like a coalition and, and stuff like that. So I think it's I think it's. I think it's better here overall, but I will say that, like, we talked about a bit when you came on my podcast about the COVID situation. And during COVID here, I would have preferred to be in America because in America it is so kind of divided and polarized that at least you had more people that were pushing back because I didn't fully agree with it. But in Australia, like, it was more like everyone was kind of on the same page and just did the same thing. So there wasn't as much dissent. But what happened with this last vote? Why was there, why do you think people voted no? What happened? Um, That was pretty divisive. Yeah, it was. And I think people were, I don't think it would have changed that much. It just sounded like an extra government body. I mean, we have so much money that goes to Indigenous people and like rightfully so, like there's so many programs to, to help them at everything. And I support all of that, but this just kind of felt like a distraction. It felt like Mm. um, they're just going to bloat the government more and add like another thing. I mean, there's always a thing here with for a few years, more than a few years we've had um, to change Australia day because people want to change Australia day because then they say, Oh, it's, you know, celebrates when, they call it Invasion Day when we came here. So people want like, there's always just a new thing. When I was growing up, it was saying sorry to the Indigenous people, which I agreed with, like, the government to say sorry to them for, you know, coming over and, like, stealing all their kids and stuff. I agreed, like, the government should have said sorry. But, I mean, there's just always, like, a new thing coming along, but it doesn't really seem to fix the overall mm. problem, which mm-hmm. is, like, really complicated and is going back now for, like, a really long time. And I don't think just, like, adding another government body, it felt, it felt a little bit like virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. Um and did it not pass no they voted no no like Mm. it was pretty much like overwhelming and i don't know the worst fucking people were the yes voters like every (laughs) the most annoying p the worst most annoying virtue signaling celebrities that you can think (laughs) of voting yes and i'm like if they're voting yes i'm fucking voting no well i didn't vote at all but right i mean you know It it was just people running down the street with like um, transgender flags and everything. It's like, this is about indigenous people. This is about <laughs> rainbow flag. But you know how they have to have to get onto everything and make it about them? I'm like, this isn't about you, bitch. I mean, I don't know. I, we tried, looked into it a little bit, so I don't know that much. I, don't, I can't really speak on it, but I can completely see how annoying. I mean, I can just completely see. I can just completely see it. Well, so, it's like, it's imagine the, the super annoying woke crowds in like, the I, I US. Can. It was like them when they're like in your face. And they they may have been correct, but I'm like, you're not helping the cause. But that's when so I go. Annoying. Well, that's if, part of the problem. If, if you yeah. guys didn't, if you guys didn't argue during the pandemic, that's when I say that's some, that's some Russia, China. Let's make the Australians argue with this fucking, 
a constitutional change because right. it's like if if you could get a whole country in line that i mean a whole a continent in line as that size about the pandemic now all of a sudden they're all fucking arguing running down the street waving flags that's what they want is everybody arguing you know that is what they I want. get all q and about that, it well, i no, can't handle it i think that's i think that's valid i think when you divide people and especially over things and i think that what happens is people aren't completely informed and so with something like indigenous people or Native American people or gen- whatever, they're triggered. And one thing now is, but that's, this has to be, and if they don't, and what about, <laughs> and it's like, you're not, yes, like you said, Jacques, like we agree, like we need to do this and the, the, we need to say sorry and we need to blah, blah, blah. But maybe we also need to look deeply into the nuance of whatever this bill is or whatever the reform is or whatever it is before we start going and making assumptions about what you know what i mean i don't know yeah and yeah. they they use a lot of emotional blackmail on you as well where yep. it's like if you don't vote for this thing like the world's then gonna end and i'm like well you know i've heard of this a long time the world hasn't ended yet so you know that's what i was saying before where i i try not to get to that point where i'm like arguing with people um over politics and letting it take over my life because I definitely have been in that place before in the past. I think it's really unhealthy and I I think politics in general is is pretty unhealthy. I think it's better actually just to like read and consume good art and <laughs> you know live a good life and stuff instead of um obsessing over this person voted for that. Not that you should just be completely passive about everything, but I don't think that um it achieves a lot when you play into yeah, this sort I of think divisiveness. So. I but, like when yeah. he said that it's become a mental health issue in America anyway, because it really has. And, and I don't think there's any help for it, and it's only getting worse. <laughs> there's not any help for it because all people want is their own sh- selfish shit. It's that's yeah. other, you know what I mean. In, in my opinion, I want to know. So how how pervasive is religion there? Mm. Because that's a big part of why this country sucks. <laughs> yeah, um, not really. Which is good you know i appreciate that um yeah we're not that i mean of course we have like christians and muslims and stuff but it's not and it's not that much of a huge deal like it's not um kind of like you know sometimes it seeps in but not i mean nothing like america at all like what people are in the streets being like we're a (laughs) god-fearing country and all that bullshit none of that yeah none of that like you get like small you get like very small groups of that that are maybe doing it over like abortion or something but it's not the same level that you have in the u.s at all we're not in the streets protesting israel and palestine and things such as um yes no we have had that um yeah we had we've definitely had well we have a big arab um population Mm. here in australia and big muslim population so we've definitely had some of that um and that but what's the vibe went, just complete arguing um, like it is here <laughs> uh no it was like i'm trying to think what they said something i don't know if i want to repeat it they said something very inflammatory that kind of went viral um mm. so uh, yeah so yeah it's, been... it's just back back and forth like pointless arguing yeah blame 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 yeah. blame that's what politics is, is blame should be called blame yeah. well, they weren't they, they weren't helping the cause that much by like burning israeli flags and stuff you know like <laughs> instead of making it more yes. about the palestinian people it was more against you know which is the problem so <laughs> what about abortion what's what's doing with women's rights mm. 
Um, oh my god, I love that I'm doing a whole Australian political <laughs> thing when I don't even fucking vote in the country where it's, it's mandatory. It's great, but you do, um, you are informed, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I guess. I mean, most people say that I'm not. People are like, <laughs> because people look, people look down on me for not following Australian politics, even though I'm like, I'm changing fucking country, I'm moving, why do I give a fuck? But <laughs> people try to act like I'm being a dumbass. I don't care, that's another thing as well, by the way, for everyone listening, like... <laughs> And about the geography, like, don't get self-conscious. Like, people tell you that, don't get self-conscious. That Like, do whatever the fuck you want to do and, like, who cares if someone's judging you for it. But as as far as women's rights, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I helped someone get an abortion back in the day, so I'm assuming it's illegal. Um, That was Mm. a long time ago. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm assuming it's legal, not illegal. Um, It's legal. It's, yeah, it's it's fine. It's pretty accepted here. this yeah it's not that divisive well i mean i don't love when when you see the um the pro choice people that i i really hate when it turns into like celebrating your abortion like i got my abort like when they're like relishing in it because i'm like it's still kind of traumatic i remember when i took someone helped someone get one um and it was like a heavy thing and again i think with how extreme people get on the issue, sometimes then it comes off like insensitive on the pro-choice side, you know. Um, so I don't love that, but yeah, I support it, and most most people do. Like majority of people, I would say, are, are pro-choice here. Hmm. Is it? Would you say sexist? Because Crocodile Dundee was very sexist. <laughs> you mean in general in Australia? Yeah, mm. like is Australia like it, maybe? And I'm sure it varies depending on how like cosmopolitan the city is, but or the area. But I, I do sometimes get sexism vibes. I don't know if it's because of like Chris Hemsworth or I don't really know. Um, no, he's nice. We love we love the Hemsworth. Okay, okay so let's not drag him. Um. I don't know what. It's definitely from Crocodile Dundee, which I have well, watched recently. Yeah. That is in the eighties, and, and that like, is for sure. But I mean, yeah. I would say that America is built on sexism. Yeah, but I would no, say that's I, global. Yeah, no, Australia definitely sexist. It's become more PC in recent years for sure um but i would say yeah definitely i mean we're we're not as politically correct as america at all which i love Mm. um because america's like crazy like some of the things that i see people get upset over there and then i've often um just over the years actually going because like i said i was online for you know when i had a blog and all this stuff so i've been been around for a long time and me being australian and covering a lot of American pop culture and stuff, I have come in the firing line before of like, uh, you know, you're ignorant, you're, I can't believe you're saying this, that's offensive, whatever, because it's just so different here compared to America. Like things that you guys get offended over, like don't offend us as much, but mm. it's definitely moving <laughs> more in that direction here. Do you think that when you move here, you're going to, are you going to be able to maintain your your independence from this fucking group think toxicity yeah i think i'll be fine because i feel like i've dabbled in um i feel like i've dabbled in a lot of politics on both sides like i've done the super lefty thing i've done the conservative kind of thing i've done that like i've been around um and i think at this age yeah i don't care like i just i just say what my opinion is on things if it doesn't fit into a box i don't play into that and um I don't feel embarrassed if people judge me or they label me as 
anything. I'm like, I don't care. I just try to tune it out. Is there, is it that, that like with in America, in America with the PC shit, it's sometimes not even the content of what you're talking about. It's how you've said it or words you've used or you've triggered someone. Like, is it, do you feel that you get shit for that? Like, I was triggered when Jack said, or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> well, one thing with my podcast, it's it's funny. I've just tried to be very, um, I've tried to be very strong in my opinions, almost purposely to like weed out the people that are going to be offended by things because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. didn't want to kind of like build an audience where they think one way and then if I want to like pop off on something, like because I was very outspoken during COVID and I didn't really get much pushback at all, like a little bit, but it was because my audience was already kind of accustomed to like what my personality was like. So mm-hmm. I just try to put it out there. And then it's like, if you don't want to hear that, like there's plenty. When, we, when you came on my podcast, we talked about it. I'm like, hey, my podcast is too controversial. Go listen to Dumb Gay Politics or go <laughs> watch The View. Like you don't have to fucking be here. And um, yeah. I have started to not, I'm not looking at, I mean, look, most of the, feedback that I get is really really positive but I'm also like a smaller show like I haven't you know blown up and then if I blow up one day I you know you're gonna get like the annoying fucking Karens that are coming after you and complaining about he said this he said that whatever um so I'm I'm really trying not to look at like I've stopped looking at reviews I turned off story replies on my Instagram because I post on Instagram a lot at unpopular JP if anyone wants to follow me <laughs> and I actually turned off my story replies because I'm like I can't have this many people's opinions coming in and it's true that it can just be one bad comment out of all nice ones that can just like ruin your day and I'm mm-hmm. like I don't fucking need to see this you know why is it do you think that it's the one I mean because we have that too like hardcore <laughs> <clears throat> we have that and we just had it recently one comment and we've had like let's say there uh five days can go by and it's just like you know what we're doing so good <laughs> like people we've, we've built the perfect echo chamber yeah wow we're we're an even just just the it's just nothing there's just nothing b- bad even if it's a, cr- a critique or whatever there was a, and then all of a sudden like you the 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 the, the hateful toxic troll one comment and we've spent the last three <laughs> weeks talking about it, and we cannot get past it. Do you have it, that as well? When they used to like write me these stupid ass reviews, and I would go on my podcast and I would like roast their review back, and I'll be like, "Well, I'm just going to use this as content, right? Because I'm good at roasting people." And I'm like, "I'll read out their fucking review and I'll respond to it." So I was doing that for a bit and it was fun and people enjoyed it. And I was, I felt like I was making lemonade out of lemons. But then at a certain point, I'm like, I'm not going to do this because literally the trolls are like getting off on it. Mm. Like they love it. They love that I've read their comment and that I'm responding to it mm-hmm. and that I'm fueling it. And I even feel like subconsciously it's putting like just a negative energy into my life, mm-hmm. like to even engage with that to even see it it's fucking annoying to me so now i just don't look at them sometimes if uh, something comes up that's an annoying and i can tell what it's going to be i just like jump out i just leave straight away like i close the message or whatever and i don't look like i want to be in an echo chamber i tell that yeah. <laughs> people that all the time and like if you don't like it either shut the fuck up or like go listen to something else like I'm not going to kiss your ass because I want $5 on Patreon. Like, I have a fucking job. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to bend over for you to hope you'll subscribe to my Patreon. Like, I'm We good, are. So. We do do that. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, taking the politics out of dumb games. We don't have other jobs. 
sad. That's why, though, so maybe you, that's what it is. It yeah. does make me feel good, though, Jacques, to hear that. And I, I had noticed this, you know, my own observation, like, through Twitter and whatnot. But, you know, when we, we were on a show on Bravo and it got canceled and we weren't allowed to say anything because Bravo execs are assholes. And... Um, of course we were going through PTSD and like, oh my God, and the show is canceled and we were going to start a podcast and Julie made us do politics. <laughs> I of course wanted to do Bravo or fucking reality TV so that we could continue on easy street. And I'm happy to know that Bravo turned into politics so much so that even you had to dump it off your podcast and put it behind a paywall because it's a nightmare. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't even just, it wasn't just the politics of it, but yes, I mean, I did get fatigued because I would always be the one that was pushing back, you know, because every week, especially over, um, you know, BLM and stuff, every single week on Bravo was like, we need to cancel this person because we found their old tweet or whatever. And I was always the one that was like defending them. And <sighs> I would be like, no, it wasn't a microaggression because two people argued over soup on The Housewives. <laughs> like, please can't, like, I would always have to be doing that. And it was just, but... You know, I think something shifted with the with the housewives and with Bravo in general. I think there was a point where it was kind of more of a niche thing. I mean, cool people watched it. And then when really when the pandemic hit and everyone was at home and they started binging shows that they never have, it got this whole new wave of like normie audience everywhere and people that didn't know the history of it and like Facebook Karen types and it just turned into something else. And now you know, I still watch it and I still cover it and I cover it as part of the Daily Mail. But, you know, I know a lot of Housewives too, so I know how produced so much of it is and I don't get so fired up of, you know, like the the hatred that the people have on, on social media when they're watching it. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, do you know how fucking produced this scene is? Like, <laughs> They were sitting there and literally a producer like walked in and told them, you need to talk about this. Like, can we like restart this scene here and like follow this thread? And like, it's just so dumb and I just can't, I just can't handle it. That's a good, I hadn't thought about that. That's when it turned was the pandemic. I definitely thought that was when the audience that was even there before um, became doubly addicted to it i mean these people are fully dependent on it they watch Mm -hmm. every single show and then they've got to go and get into an argument about it with the other you know and it is fan groups and it is like like politics where it's like if you you like um you like bethany well you're a piece of shit then (laughs) you how could you possibly like beverly hills more than new york you fucking asshole it's like god damn yeah no one's allowed to even it's not even it's yeah, crazy th- there's um bravo con aka karen con and <laughs> i feel like that is so gross i always roast bravo con um <laughs> I-, I was dragging i was dragging bravo con like the last one because and now people are talking about this but i'm like this is so disgusting how as part of this like you get them on stage and they have to like fight and insult each other like is this the ufc you know that can- kind of came up on the um Beverly Hills premiere with Erica and when they said, who's going to get divorced next? And she's like, Dorit and PK. And she was basically saying in that scene, she's like, look, they wanted me to like put on a show. Like, this is what I'm fucking paid to be at BravoCon to get up on stage and make a fake fight with someone. So I think that's 
toxic and gross and it's like a mm-hmm. fake they're fake fighting it's weird like this isn't what the show was and then i hate all of the meme pages which first of all i'm sorry you fucking meme pages you're not funny like <laughs> these memes are so bad like they're literally at the level of like my face when the waiter brings food and it's just like a picture of dorinda it's like you guys aren't creative like you go on Instagram and it's just these horrible and they, they put rumors like all the time that are so fake. Cause you know, like I do, do this professionally and I know housewives and, you know, I work like work with NBC on things and stuff. And so I'll know a lot of tea. And then I see these stupid ass fan pages and they get like a DM from one person going, Oh my God, like it's Teresa's like last season. And then they like, yeah post that like it's news then everyone reposts it like because all they do is just repost each other's each other's stories and then of course like three days later it turns out to be fake and then the same thing happens again i'm like this is just rubbish and people are just addicted to like what are you addicted to going through these bravo fan accounts and my fucking face when the waiter sees food memes like how many of these can you look at a day and how many fake blind items can you look at a day like it's not there's nothing there like block but these accounts. You sound like you're describing politics. It's exactly yeah, it's exactly fake story. Then yep. you wait three days later, you find out it's fake. It's set up, and you go back, and it's just there's cycle. clickbait, people talking bullshit, in misinformation. No one knows what the fuck they're talking about. Then when you do, and you do get the information, you don't believe it. It's right. It's just it's unbelievable, and it is like the W. It's like the WWE. It's like yeah. what World Wrestling fucking Federation. <laughs> it's completely scripted. It's completely fake. But again, people get rabid and become fans of like oh, it's it's you're yeah. Then they're crazy. mad if like Hulk Hogan doesn't right. win. It's, it's like, like that was a script. Yeah. that isn't real. That person doesn't exist. <laughs> Those are characters. They might as well be in cartoons. Like yeah, what? people need people need to start treating it like the WWE a bit more. Yes. Like, of course, we all get a little bit heated. Like, sometimes I see okay. people do something on the show, and I'm a bit like, oh wow, like I see that this is completely fake, and I know that the audience who is stupid are going to lap this up, and they don't realize that this was, you know, you were setting this person up or whatever. Yes. But you've got to treat it like the WWE. Like, it's not real. It's entertainment and it's fun. And that, that's why I like Salt Lake City. Sorry to keep cutting you off. But, you yeah. know, Salt Lake City, I just watch it of, like, it's insanity. It's a freak show. It's very heavily produced. <laughs> I mean, I just have it's, to say, we watched yeah. Salt Lake last night and, like, like every single scene begins <laughs> with someone right on their phone reading what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Okay, when, you know, what is stupid-ass sunburn slut Whitney? What is... um? Oh, Justin. Justin. It's like she's in the scene with yeah. her husband. And we love Whitney, you know, but we call her sunburn slut. And she, <laughs> she's like... Okay. And then she's like, reads it. So, yeah. Um, wow. I texted with uh, <laughs> right. with or Mary. Ha- or, and yes. It's like she... you They're reading what they're supposed to talk about on their phone We're in the beginning of dinner. every scene. Yep. And then he's like... He's like... So what did and he's smiling because someone just gave him the line. So what did Mary say she was gonna do at lunch? And you're like, well, you know, come on, man. On on Housewives of Potomac, when you know Potomac's one of the the better, more dramatic housewife shows, the producers literally come in when they're having a dinner party and then take people off to the side and then go, you need to talk about this one, and they like plant them back at the dinner table and then they go, so um, your yep. husband was cheating on you, mm-hmm. you know, so you've just got to watch it with that lens and the the investment that people have in it is kind of like 
scary. And also, I feel it's the same with the 90 Day Fiancé fans too, and I think that's a great franchise, but it gets to a point where they make so much content and then all you're doing is watching this one network, whether it's every 90 Day show or every single Bravo show, and it's like, dude, you've got to, like... I'm not being pretentious. Like, people need to read more books, but, like, you can't have your ho- your whole media diet can't just literally be That's like true. every single Bravo show. Like you kind of have to make time. Like what I've been doing recently, I'm not even reading. I'm doing audio books, which is like <laughs> cheating, but I've kind of like cut down on podcasts and stuff. And I'm just trying to like get in like good audio books and stuff at night. Cause I'm like, I need to have a, a balance and like, like prioritize else. that or my yeah. brain is just going to like melt. And then when you do that, then when you come back to the Bravo shows, it's like more fun because mm-hmm. you've kind of, you know, like indulged. Yeah. I think that's good. Substance. That's, that's great advice. Good advice. Like, <laughs> well, Jacques, before we let you go, tell our 14 listeners where they can find you. Obviously, no one's going to want to miss the Karen Khan roast. Okay. <laughs> well, listen to my, yeah, I did, I did a massive fucking Karen Khan roast last for the last one. Dig that one up. I was like brutal. Um, <laughs> and other people are like, you're going to end up at Bravo Con. I'm like, yeah, I probably will, but I'll be getting paid for my work and I'll be in like the VIP section. I get to like hang out with the housewives. Sorry. I'm not going to be with you guys. And I made it nice <laughs> mugs and t-shirts. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> My <laughs> podcast is called Unpopular with mm. Shark Peterson. Brandy and Julie were on a few weeks ago. It was a good one. So make sure you check out that. My latest episode, I um, I roasted Britney's memoir because it's filled with lies. And I'm a huge <laughs> Britney fan. Like, I actually love Britney, but that book, it's, it, it's, I mean, it's not accurate at all. Like, it's, it's actually crazy. And no one's calling her out on it, which I get because people feel bad for her because of the conservatorship and stuff, but she is not a reliable narrator. Follow me on social media at unpopularjp and the link to my Patreon is on my podcast and that's where I do my Bravo stuff where I recap like, you know, Housewives of Beverly Hills and other things. Thank you guys. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks, Jock. Have a good day. Well, that's it for this episode of our Dumb Gay Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. Um, If you're new here and you'd rather not hear about Dumb Gay World events, you know, politics light, maybe you don't want to listen to interviews, Mm. um, please consider joining our Patreon podcast. We do three a week. They're all an hour um mm-hmm. they cost a dollar each you can join for just a dollar a week yeah. and you will only get one podcast a week on audio you can import that audio right into your spotify into your apple anywhere you listen to podcasts it's super easy it's the the cheapest patreon around period end of story for what you get so if you want to do it do- true if you want to do a dollar a week then you can get four podcasts uh, a month a month and they're an hour long they're never shorter mm-hmm. um and we never don't do them because if we don't do them we don't get paid right you can choose to do three hour long podcasts a week wednesday thursdays and fridays they come out at 10 a.m pacific time for um two dollars a week mm-hmm. now you're getting like 
at that point you're getting 12 hours of content you know for eight, for $8 a month yeah so including this podcast right. um so if you want to bump that up and you because you're a video queen mm -hmm. we offer three hour long video podcasts a week um for a dollar each the best the best deal is really the audio right because you get all three podcasts mm -hmm. for two dollars a week right but if you love video you can do all three podcasts for three dollars a week they're all on video we took took the video with us to tahiti mm -hmm. we do it every everywhere we do it and we do them religiously every week yep you can get 12 hours of video <laughs> For $12. There's a link to a free episode in the description below this podcast, or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says, click to listen to our free Patreon episode. Or you can go to the Facebook account called All Things Julian Brandy, and they pinned a couple free episodes there. And as always, it's been real, and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay, and it's been dumb. And Jacques! Unpopular, guys. How'd you do, I... See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day. But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry Right We'll just say where we are Then go back to the car We don't want to be any worry Well, you got caught with a flat wheel How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. bite I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania A sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab.
And see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 